This is baseball. Let's get into it. The calendar has officially turned over to May, which means we're about a month in at this point, and the season is fully underway. So I thought it would be a good time to kind of look back at the first month of the season and do a little bit of a review of what we thought would happen on opening day and how things have gone up to this point. I'm going to kick things off at the NL Central because just like we all expected, the Pittsburgh Pirates have the best record in the National League at 20 and 9. They are your NL Central leaders to this point. The Pittsburgh Pirates are clearly the surprise team so far in 2023. They had odds to win about 72 games, which obviously can still happen. We have a long season, but on opening day, whenever we were looking at all the divisions, I had St. Louis as the clear winner. I thought that this NL Central was going to be a cakewalk for them, and St. Louis is in last place. They are eight and a half games behind Pittsburgh. It's not looking good in St. Louis, so I choose to believe that the Pirates can make a run at this division and hold on to it. It's a good time to be a Pirates fan. They just extended Brian Reynolds to an eight-year, $106 million deal, kind of taking a page out of the Braves and Alex Anthopoulos style of roster construction and getting your players extended before free agency. I think between that and the record, You have to be extremely happy if you're a Pirates fan because I would have gone into this expecting their record to be flipped from what it is now. Now, they have Milwaukee on their tail, and I think Milwaukee is going to be around all season long. So they're going to have to keep it up. But a pleasant surprise, a refreshing surprise for the league. Let's see what's going on in the NL West. At the beginning of the season... I thought that this was going to be a back and forth between the Dodgers and the Padres. I still think that's going to be the case. Right now, this division is separated by one game. It's Dodgers 1, Diamondbacks 2, Padres 3. I think the Diamondbacks are going to fall out of it. Something that seems to happen in the NL West every year is there's one team, whether it's the Diamondbacks, the Giants, or the Rockies, like to stick around and make things interesting for about three months and then they end up falling off and the actual contenders end up rising to the top. I think that's what's going to happen in the West. Still think the Dodgers are going to win this. Padres have a little bit of work to do. The NL West race is going to be incredible. Let's go National League East. I Thought the Braves were going to handle this division pretty well. So far, that seems to be the case. The Marlins are in second place right now. They're actually playing considerably well. Good pitching, good offense. And the Mets are in third, doing okay. The Phillies are the team that I'm a little bit concerned about because I thought that they were going to be a lot better coming into 2023. There is good news for the Phillies. I talked about this a couple weeks ago that there was a chance that Bryce Harper was going to return from Tommy John surgery 
early, and that's the case. He's been reinstated. He is starting as DH for the Phillies. So if you're the Phillies, you know, your season hasn't started how you would have liked it to. You're 500. Bryce Harper's back, and that should provide a spark for your team moving forward. I just need to acknowledge this, and I know that Bryce Harper isn't a pitcher, so it's a little bit different, but typically Tommy John surgery is going to put you out for the season, depending on when it happens to you. Uh, Bryce Harper missed 30 games. He wasn't supposed to be back until way later this season, likely after the All-Star break, and it's the first week of May, and he's back. Now, we'll see what kind of impact he ends up having. I'm assuming he's going to play a lot of DH. I know that they talked about putting him at first base, and that's still the plan. But get his bat in the lineup and get this Phillies team moving up. Now, that covers the National League. Let's move over to the American League and start in the West. The Rangers are still in first place in the American League West. They have the Astros right behind them. I think the Astros are going to leapfrog them this month. The Rangers had a big blow over the week. Uh, Jacob deGrom did end up going on the injured list due to elbow inflammation. I wish I could say that I was shocked that Jacob deGrom wound up on the IL, but it was inevitable. That's his history, unfortunately. He's an incredible pitcher, but has just never been able to stay healthy. And that continues with the Rangers. And so he's out until at least mid-May. Hopefully that's all it is, is he's back mid-May and we can put this behind us. But again, very unfortunate for the Rangers with the Astros breathing down your neck. Let's head to the bottom of the American League West division. The Oakland A's have won all of six games. And uh, depending on who you ask, Oakland season is either going great or going poorly. If you're Oakland's fans and players, season's awful. If you're Oakland's ownership group, it's a great time because leaving won't hurt so bad. Obviously, said last week, they're, they've purchased some land in Vegas and have plans to build a stadium there. So everything is going to plan for Oakland. They're going to be unbelievably terrible and awful to watch this season. And the higher-ups in Oakland are just going to be smiling the whole time. Let's move over to the American League Central. I completely missed on the American League Central. The Twins are on top right now. I can't say that I'm surprised. They led the Central for most of last season, and they have a lot of the same guys. They brought Carlos Correa back. Second place, Cleveland Guardians are under 500, so... I kind of think that this is the Twins' division to lose at this point. You have Detroit, who 
I feel like they're on a really similar timeline as the Royals. I think Detroit and Kansas City were supposed to have a similar season. It's going a little bit better for Detroit so far. And not so great for Kansas City. Um, But with all that being said, for how bad the Royals season has been, the White Sox are having an even worse time. Now, record-wise, they're above Kansas City, but you wouldn't know that based on how their fans are reacting. Um, Over the weekend, you heard sell the team chants going on during the game. So uh, if you're, if you're hoping and wishing for your team's owner to sell the team, uh, you're not, uh, you're not having a very good time as a fan. I really thought that this was going to be a season that the White Sox would move past the Tony La Russa stuff. They brought in Pedro Grafal, who I think is a player's manager and could have been really good for them. And I still think that he can. It's just, it started out incredibly poorly and I don't see it turning around. Now let's uh, let's go over to the American League East. The American League East is absolutely stacked. Obviously, the Tampa Bay Rays got off to that 13-0 start. Uh, they haven't really skipped a beat. They're 23-6 now. New York is 15-15, so they're sitting at 500. So they're eight and a half-ish games behind Tampa. This division in order goes Tampa, Baltimore, Toronto, Boston, and New York. I think that this is going to be a division where realistically down the stretch, all five of these teams are going to be in the running for a playoff spot. Not necessarily all of them for the division. I do think that that's going to be down to three teams. I think at the end of the day, At the end of the year, the Red Sox are going to be on the bottom of this division. I would like to think that the Yankees are going to start to play a little better and rattle off some wins. Baltimore is that team that, man, they had a really good season last year. And 2023 might be the season that they get a playoff spot. And if they're playing like they're playing, then I don't see how they wouldn't. Okay, so we've reviewed... All six of the divisions, and um, I have not done too well as far as my predictions so far. The only one that I have really locked is Atlanta in the National League East. I have been saying it. I think that they're going to win the World Series this season, and... After a month, I still feel confident saying that. I also said that Houston was going to represent the American League. And Houston's playing good baseball. And the American League West is wide open for them to take. I am very confused at what has happened with the St. Louis Cardinals. I thought that the NL Central was 
probably going to be the easiest division this season. And it looks like at this point that St. Louis is going to end up missing the playoffs altogether. Unless they pull off some September miracle like they do. Uh, But I think that the National League is way too good for them to do that. Even with the extra playoff spot. But this is what I love about baseball. It's a it's an unpredictable game. It's an incredibly long season and we still have a long way to go. So, I'm excited to see how this thing shakes out. I want to end this episode on a really awesome note. Chicago White Sox closer who was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma earlier in the year has announced that he is cancer-free and he is going to be beginning a rehab assignment for the White Sox beginning this week. And he should potentially be back on the White Sox major league roster, possibly by the end of this month. But yeah, that is incredible. Liam Hendricks has beat cancer. And he's going to be back. And having him in the league is good for baseball. It's good for the White Sox. He's one of the most intense and electric pitchers in the league. And it's just really good that he is healthy and he's going to be back soon. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, if you have social media, give us a follow. On Twitter and Instagram at this is baseball underscore. Follow us on Facebook and search for this is baseball. See ya.